0: and welcome to the We Like the Pain podcast episode 26. I am one of your hosts, Oscar Barkas.
1: And I'm your other host, Sam McFadden.
0: We uh, took about a month break, um, but I don't foresee another month break of this podcast for like seven months, so. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a while. Football is back officially with that incredible Hall of game. God um, and you know what I could not be happier although I will say uh, I don't know if you tuned into the Hall of Fame game for, for any or all of it but every year not. every year the same thing happens I watched only because the Jaguars were playing uh, right I it's really cool to see football being played it's really cool to see the Jaguars helmets out there and then the moment the ball is snapped it's like oh that's right this sucks
0: Hey, Travon Walker got a sack or two, maybe. He Got a sack. He did also
1: get a roughing the passer on the first play of the game.
0: Yeah, but that was a BS
1: call. That was a BS call though, which does not bode well. Um, but you know what? He got a sack. He's a monster. Defensive Player of the Year this year. Calling it boom.
0: Okay. The, uh, some are saying the improved Micah Parsons. Is that is that what I'm hearing being passed around?
1: If you took Micah Parsons and multiplied him by
0: ten. That's what we got. You'd be, you'd get close to Trevon Walker. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll have some more thoughts on both the Texans and Jags uh, rookie prospects in a little bit. We are also doing our second annual team draft. Um. (laughs) Sam Sam killed me last year. Uh. Yeah, 251 to 194, it was a smackdown, um, but I'm back, for, I'm back with the vengeance this year. Um,
1: okay. uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. This is one of the more fun things we do, definitely before, pre, before the season starts. Um, we'll run you guys back through the point system, how it works and everything, um, but we'll go ahead and go through the rest of our stuff before that. Um, Oscar Bark, if you want to start us off with a quick question.
0: Yeah. So a uh, little backstory here, um, Sydney, my wonderful girlfriend and I are in Mexico city right now. And we've been here exactly a week now and we had a fun first couple days. And then I came down with COVID. So we have been, uh, quarantining and today we are officially good to end our quarantine. I'm feeling no more symptoms. Uh, You can see some of the, well, Sam can see some of the rapid tests behind me. So to celebrate, we went out and got our new favorite delicacy, El Moro uh, Churros and Hot Chocolate. And so I wanted to say, Sam, what's your favorite delicacy of late? Like what's, you're like, oh, I'm craving some blank. Mm,
1: Craving some blank um hmm one thing i have been eating a lot of maybe not a lot of but something new that i've started doing that i stand by is um we have like we set out cookie dough ready to be cooked but we put it in the freezer and so it's already balled up cookie cookie size when you want to make some cookies you just take the balls out of the freezer put them on the sheet get a married dough. damn that is an idea but but if you just don't even cook it my i'm saying i'm on the side of a raw a cold raw piece of cookie dough but bald says cookie dough is better than 95 percent of cookies
0: yeah that's that's a that's a fair take i i might lower the percentage by a good five or ten percent but uh there's nothing better than some raw cookie dough.
1: Listen, cookies are hit or miss sometimes. Oh,
0: yeah, well, for sure, Full it's agree. Very at
1: the process with the cookie dough. Granted, you got to be careful. You don't want to eat too much raw egg or something like that. Right. Salmonella. And every and once in a while, you know, it's it, it's impossible to mess up. Yeah, so, yeah, I like it. It's not there uh, is and hot chocolate, but
0: it's- the. The listeners are chiming in. Wyatt just said, "Cookies are low floor, high ceiling." Completely agree. That's that's the right way to put it. Yeah. Cookie dough is high floor, low ceiling. Also true.
1: Oh, and Jackson Wells. Mine is cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks are phenomenal. I have not had one in a while, but I am I am way in on the
0: cheesesteak. The Philly. Yeah, yeah. The the only good thing to come out of Philadelphia. And the audience loved that one. Oh yeah. Um, and then Wyatt replied to Jackson and said, "You are so abusive to your digestive system." So
1: he's not wrong.
0: Yeah. Hard on the- <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hit me with your quick question, come on.
1: All right, mine's. I'll, I'll get us back to football here, and it's prevalent because we are in deep into training camp, preseason, all this stuff. Oh yeah. We are getting bombarded. There's, if you want news from your team or any team in the NFL, there is insane amounts of it. Okay? Copious. Too much. You couldn't read it yeah. if you wanted to. My, my question for you is where do you draw the line on what is useful information from coaches and, and reporters and what is uh, coaching? What's nonsense? What are you not paying attention to? The uh, if you will, the thing you hear from every single coach of he's having the best preseason of his life.
0: (laughs) His body has never looked better. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I would say almost none of the information is useful. However, I am absorbing all of it. The we'll we'll talk about all the Texans and Jags updates, but the Nico Collins is balling out. Uh, Derek Stingley intercepting a pass over the receiver. That shit is my lifeblood right now. And I think, I mean, reporters are taking full advantage of this. They just know that everyone misses the hell out of football.
1: Oh, yeah. We're ready for anything and everything. We can yeah. Um, the one thing I will say I do, the, the biggest thing to pay attention to, and this one's obvious, is injury stuff. If a player. Oh, yeah. If a player is gets hobbled, like you'll hear about it fast, and that stuff matters a lot, especially time. From a football and a fantasy perspective, you always gotta be on the lookout for that stuff. Um, you know, it's happened a lot of years where a guy I mean, it usually happens at least once a year, some guy suffers a big injury, season ending injury in the pre in the preseason. Um, and, you know, for, from a fantasy perspective at least, we've had it happen before in our league. People still get drafted.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I think the biggest one so far is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers center, Ryan Jensen, got rolled up on, like, the first or second day of training camp and is looking like he's going to miss the year. And so that's big, big news for the Bucs.
1: And they feel Harry. Okay. Actually, the Bears have suffered a ton of injury problems, unfortunately. They have. I, I was
0: saying the most uh, – noteworthy news. Sure, sure,
1: sure. Um, oh, and the other, here's the here's the big one. You hear a lot about certain, like, players, unknown players you start hearing come through the woodworks. Um, it, it happens on all the teams. There's a wide receiver on the Cowboys right now that's getting a lot of run. Uh, undrafted free agent rookie. Um, people, how, how much credence do you put into that, the reports of, like, this guy's taking first team reps? Stuff like that. Is that...
0: It's a little more useful, but I would say it's still not very, unless it confirms my priors. Like, <laughs> like I knew that Nico Collins was primed for a big year this year, so to hear that he's the number two in Houston right now, I'm, I'm all in.
1: Thousand yards. Eight, hey, he's working. He's working with Andre Johnson
0: right now, so. He is Andre uh, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's get in. We've got some quick. Non-NFL sporting news, this is like the lull period uh, of sports. Hockey's over, basketball's over, football has yet to start. It's really just baseball, and uh, we've been pretty clear on this podcast that we're not super big baseball fans. I'm an Astros fan uh, when the playoffs start, but...
1: I think I've been a little more brittle than Oscar has about my. Baseball, yeah, uh, but baseball and soccer, I always I always am really brutal on, but they're fine. It's just I I personally would rather walk around a bunch of nails than watch a baseball game on TV.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember the last non I'll say championship series baseball game that I watched on TV. And you? Uh, but baseball trade deadline. Speaking oh. of. Uh, saw one of the biggest trades in MLB history. Juan Soto was traded from the Nationals and Josh Bell, uh, who's also a very good player, but Juan Soto is like the, the centerpiece. Traded to the Padres for like their entire farm system, a couple of prospects. I don't know. I don't know the specifics, but uh, very big trade.
1: Yeah, huge. And and actually this brings up a good point to make to just sports fans in general um, even if you don't care about a certain sport like baseball or hockey or soccer or something like that, ma- when massive trades like this happen, that's the one time I will actually pay attention because you can go on Twitter, you can go out there and you can see how quickly the fans turn. Oh yeah. How like the Washington fan base absolutely, absolutely burning to the ground. Yep. The amount of like hate on Juan Soto like re, like reconciling who they actually got, figuring out who those guys are, trying to pick out stats that make them look at it's just very funny to watch. So it's the one these, these are like the only times where I actually do enjoy paying attention to anything baseball
0: stuff yeah like and and Juan Soto is like 24 and has already won a World Series and like maybe the best prospect in baseball.
1: Also, uh, it matters very little because he's just going to sign a ridiculous amount of money deal with the Yankees or the Dodgers once he's once his deal is up, which I think is maybe good. the
0: Padres might. I mean, they shelled out big for Manny Machado, uh, and I think Tatis also. said they may pay him. Uh, I hope they do. Have uh, another team.
1: I'm almost. I can. I can almost guarantee that the Yankees and the and the Dodgers have more
0: money and can throw more money. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Uh, we've been called commies, Sam. Dalton oh, yeah. just said that baseball is the heart of America. So I, you know, I, I love baseball. I just it was in the '40s. <laughs> okay, let's move it on. Some quick basketball news it doesn't start for two more months. It's almost three more months. All of August, September, and October. Um, but we've still got some stuff to talk about today. Kevin Durant gave an ultimatum to the uh, owner of the Brooklyn Nets, Joe Sy, telling him that it's either him or the leadership group there. So Joe Sy needs to decide if he's going to fire Sean Marks and uh, Steve Nash, their general manager and head coach, or keep Kevin Durant. Sam, what do you think he's going to do?
1: Um. Pretty sure he, most people would probably side with the side of keeping Kevin Durant on the team, especially a team like the Nets. Like, the, like if you trade Kevin Durant, you're probably just not, not going to get back as much value as he's worth right now. And oh, not at all. It's frankly, it's frankly really hard to determine what his trade value is because he's getting up there in age and like. He's and he's keep... Kevin
0: fucking Durant.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just really hard to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so I would usually err on the side of like keep him because also like, I don't know, are. Steve Nash as a head coach. Is anyone absolutely just, like, blown away by him as a head coach? I don't think so. Not at all. Yeah, Yeah. I think he's a replaceable head coach. And, frankly, same with their GM. Their GM's been pretty good, actually, as far as, like, drafting and stuff. But, I mean, he also had a heavy say in a couple of the trades that have happened recently, which the Nets have definitely lost. The James Harden Harden thing was tough. uh, Yeah. Giving away Jared Allen for just as he a trade, like it, you know, this is questionable moves there. So I think both those guys are replaceable anyway. Yeah, and, uh, and if Kevin Durant left, I'm pretty sure they'd be off the, they'd be out within a couple of years anyway. So. 100%.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I presented that sort of sarcastically because I think a hundred times out of a hundred, the governor of the team is choosing the player. Yeah.
1: Um, and, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you and say you will about the Nets. They've been really underwhelming. It's been really incredibly disappointing from a couple years ago to now of what's been accomplished by that team. Um, but you come back into the season with a guy like Kevin Durant, a guy like Kyrie Irving, if he plays. Ben Simmons, if he plays.
0: He's an interesting guy. I mean,
1: like, that's a, that's a dangerous team. So,
0: yeah yep um, <clears throat> other basketball news I've talked to Wyatt a lot about this so we went through the DeJounte Murray trade um, really sad but both of us sort of felt like it was the right move for the Spurs the current state of our our favorite team yeah. um, and my man I don't I don't know if he's butt hurt with the Spurs or just embracing the Atlanta villain culture, if he thinks that's what Trey Young wants him to do, I'm not sure. But he has been acting a fool, man. There, a lot of attitude,
1: a lot of attitude that I have not seen up until this point. Really, while he was with the Spurs, like it's it seems like a totally different guy.
0: Like, yeah, it's weird. Like he's always been the hard worker, like always in the gym, not talking uh, him, team first. Like he he talks shit, but like you want your best player talking shit. He's not just doing that anymore. (laughs) I
1: mean, the stuff with him and Paolo was all over the place yesterday. Yeah. You know, granted, I don't know what, I don't know if Paolo said anything beforehand, who
0: knows. It's weird though, because they're both from Seattle and like before the draft, people were sort of hoping that the Spurs ended up high enough in the lottery to, and DeJounte was, like, all over that. He wanted to play with Paolo, so I don't...
1: I mean, DeJounte said a bunch of stuff about how he thought Paolo had changed, so maybe there was some stuff prior to this, but I don't know. Weird. It's Weird. I, I don't exactly love to see it, to be quite
0: honest. Not at all. And there's these clips of him at, like, Pro-Am pickup basketball tournaments, like, bouncing the ball on his opponent's head. Like, that sucks, man. I don't know. I, uh... I, you know, like I said, he was approaching that favorite Spur of all time tier besides like Tim Duncan and Monty Ginobili. Um, And, you know, I'm still sort of rooting for him, but if the Atlanta thing blows up, I will not mind too much, especially considering the Spurs have their future in draft picks.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, We'll see how that fit works anyway. I think a lot of it's kind of dependent on. I think the best way that it works out for Atlanta is Trey Young, you know, takes on more of a Steph role where he's off playing off ball a lot and he's yeah. all constantly moving around, constantly getting open, stuff like that, Fe- getting him to, those catch and shoot situations. Um, and, I mean, no one can do it like Steph can, so it's hard no. to.
0: a guy, but like that's the idea anyway. Yeah, and we haven't seen a whole lot of that from Trey so far in his career, but he hasn't played with a ball handler like DJ. So
1: it's all—it just all depends on how much he's willing to give up the ball.
0: Yeah, and same for Dejounte. To be honest, like they both have to share. Um, last thing, AM was ranked number seven in the preseason coaches poll today. Uh, I'm excited for Aggie football, man.
1: I am too. I'm so excited that we have a great shot to make the college football playoffs this year, you know. Um, I will say, most of the time we've been Aggie fans a long time. <laughs> most of the time when we are ranked highly coming into the season, it goes this, really- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yep. In fact, anytime we get ranked highly, it seems we immediately let people down. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'll certainly be going to a couple of games this season. For sure. Looking yeah. to be, I mean, hopefully this is the best team we've seen ever. Ever. I mean, ever.
0: I yeah. Quarterback is still sort of up in the air. I don't even think they've announced a starter yet. But uh, that, I, in my opinion, that's the one thing holding us back because we brought back a good chunk of the offensive line, uh, brought in Evan Stewart uh, to be our number one receiver. Yep uh aniah smith had some legal trouble but have we heard I, I, of
1: any updates on it? is he playing
0: yeah it, it is completely cleared he Sweet. Okay. he will be there playing against sam houston week one so
1: hopefully that does not keep coming up so
0: um and then our d line we recruited the best defensive line ever so um, um, yeah. So it, I mean, I'm excited. The, only,
1: the thing, the thing, two things holding us back, like you said, QB, we don't have yeah. that. Oh, he's clearly just a knockout QB. And also, we rec- recruited so well, but at the same time, our team is incredibly young. You know? Yeah, super, super. A lot of times, teams like Alabama and stuff like that can do that, churn sure out year to year, and do that stuff. But we'll see if we can do
0: it. Yeah, I'm excited. That's that's all I wanted to say. One last note on that before we move on. Did you see that UT received one first place vote in the coaches yeah. poll? Yeah.
1: Who's their starting Q B this year?
0: Uh they I don't think they've announced it yet. It might be uh it was that committee by the end of the year last year, and I think it might be one of those guys again.
1: One vote for number one.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, hope they, I hope they have another like five loss season.
0: Seven loss season. Let's do it again. Eight. All right. Um, NFL news. Before we get into more Texans-Jag stuff and the team draft, we are officially one month from NFL football. Uh, September eighth is the Bills-Rams. I want to say that's the first game. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, I'm. Plumped. That's a phenomenal first game. Uh, little question, Sam McFadden asks a lot. Is this a fifty burger alert?
1: I'm, I'll officially say it. We're on fifty burger
0: watch. Uh oh. fifty burger watch. Right? I'm gonna I'm gonna clip in some like sirens, some alarms in the back. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: uh, fifty burger uh, remains one of the best terms.
0: Oh. A- Easily, Love easily. Um, so speaking of people being excited for football, you yeah. spoke to the Hall of Fame game a little bit. There were 5.4 million viewers for that, and that wasn't even a real preseason yet. <laughs> and, like, all the good players on both teams did not play. Football is
1: the biggest sport in America by far.
0: Yeah,
1: and it remain it will remain that way for a long time. I think some <laughs> basketball is trying is starting to take over, but if you actually look at the viewership numbers, it's not even close. And it's yeah. part of that is because there's less games in football. More people are going to tune in. There's so many games in a basketball season, but even the biggest of the big games in in basketball, in baseball, in all of it, not even close to yeah. big games.
0: Yeah. Um, so, and I think a lot of that total is probably de- degenerate gamblers. But
1: uh, yeah, what's wrong with that?
0: Gotta love it. <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson, ongoing battle. Uh, he has settled all but four of his civil cases, and those same women have settled all their cases with the Texans. I think the Texans are wanting to wipe themselves clean and try and move on, uh, I hope that the women got as much money as was possible from both the team and Deshaun um, but he uh, was announced by the independent arbitrator he will be suspended six games pending an appeal that, that Roger Goodell in the NFL appealed this is going to go on forever yeah
1: um, yeah I mean Six games. The honest truth is six games is not a lot. I think a lot of sucks for more. Um, I think the amount of money that he stands to lose from his actual game checks is only about $330,000 if if I'm correct, Um, which is quite literally nothing to the man. He has how many millions of guaranteed money coming in? His
0: his signing bonus was $45 million for this year, which is why he was only fined a little bit.
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, again as we've said over and over again as this in- entire saga has unfolded um, it's not really me or Oscar's place to say our opinions on whether or not we think he did it or not or or um, or any of that stuff um, I think it's just I think it's really interesting how this was kind of a chance to set a new um, precedent for the league standards yeah Precedent has been such an such a um, important word throughout this entire process because a lot of what the arbitrator uh, based her decision off of was precedent um, yeah. decisions like the Ezekiel the Hunt decision, which were similar, which were the exact same suspension time period, um, and so it was just it was a little disappointing to see some, this decision based off of. Um, those two other deals and a couple of things that came before it. Um, The NFL or Roger Goodell brought in this arbitrator specifically, I think to kind of um, restart a little bit on this stuff. And and remove remove
0: himself from the situation.
1: And and remove himself. Um, And it's just really disappointing to see that that actually seems to not have happened at all. And um, um, I think that, if you read through a lot of the actual like what Sue Robinson put out there, frankly it seemed like a lot of it was contradictory. So it's just it, it was weird. It continues to be the case in the NFL that um, I think for the majority of the time, unfortunately, odds are in the favor of players all the time being on the field and playing. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not they're guilty, they're given they're given um, more leeway than other people are, which is clearly, un- like, shouldn't be a thing. Um, if any NFL player actually is guilty of stuff like this, they shouldn't play ever again. Ever again. Yeah. Um, and from, you know, the ar- it, the arbitrator found that, you know, his uh, – Deshaun's actions
0: were egregious, but – Yeah, she, she did – call him a serial abuser right. in her language. Um, and it, it really
1: seemed to come down to um, like definitions of certain words um, that and the precedent, like you said, that made this difference, which is a little confusing um, I think, to a lot of us. Um, I just hope that, um, you know, I hope they made the right call here. Cause again, if, if this, if he really did these things, and he shouldn't be on the NFL field ever again. Um, yeah. And to that he point, he yeah, He will be. He will be. And to that point, the Cleveland Browns and you know, a lot of their fan base now, since this has come out, are, are basically are trying to sweep this under of the rug, which I think is really messed up. And we can't forget either the Miami Dolphins, the Atlanta Falcons, and a lot of uh, I'm sure a lot of other NFL teams really tried to trade for this guy oh yeah it was like
0: 10 teams
1: so it's it's more of a um it's more of a widespread problem than for sure it will ever get talked about um yeah. and it's it's one of those things that it's just it's really uh, it's really you know so crushing because it's how do you know it it's really hard to figure out a way that these things get better so
0: Yeah, I was listening um, to the Greenlight podcast with Chris Long, former NFL superstar, heavily recommend, super, super well-spoken dude, really entertaining. Um, He had Lovey Smith on, and so that's why I was listening. But the ruling had come down, so he had to talk about it quite a bit. And he said it's a tough position um, because he creates – football-based content and he he said that he truly believes based on the amount of evidence that Deshaun is guilty and yet as soon as he's back he's going to be watching the Browns games just like everybody else because number one he's a football fan and there's a good chance that those Browns games are going to be exciting and number two he creates content and so he has to um and I think that just kind of describes the situation for fans, for the NFL uh, as a whole. It's just a tough spot to be because a lot of people make money off of Deshaun's talent. And regardless of his character, um, they're still going to be making money from that. So like I said, at
1: the end of the day, no one talks about Ezekiel Elliott's suspension. And
0: Joe Mixon had a video in college.
1: Green Hunt. All three of those guys. We know exactly what they did. Video evidence on all three of them. No one ever talks about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was uh, charged with raping a woman. Uh, served his six-game suspension, which I think is what Sue Robinson based her Deshaun suspension on. Uh, and it was basically never talked about again. So... It's really a tough spot to be because I I speak, I think for both Sam and myself here saying that we believe women, this is awful. I mean, we're still talking about this years into this process, Um, but it's just a tough spot to be. Uh, Not much better news here. Uh, The dolphins were, um, in another controversy involving Brian Flores and Tom Brady and Sean Payton. We've sort of covered it, tampering, taunting, lots of different stuff going on. Um, and they were levied a pretty big penalty, um, like the day after the Deshaun Watson suspension came out, which sort of questionable timing. They lost the, one of their first-round picks in this coming draft, their third-round pick in the 2024 draft, their owner, Stephen Ross, was fined $1.5 million, I believe, and he cannot participate in anything league-wide for the next year. Right. Um, which is so –
1: that's, so that's a big – That's a
0: big deal.
1: Uh, yeah, and I think the NFL wanted to come out hot on this one, and <clears throat> they definitely did. Um, fun fact for you guys, there's been three times in NFL history that, some, that a team has been fined a first-round pick, all three of which – Tom Brady was involved yep. with. Um, uh, back in the day, the the uh, Patriots were caught filming hand signals. They got fined first for that, and now this. And the interesting thing here, and I'm interested to hear your opinion on this, Tom Brady has received no penalties for this.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, sort of going back to the Deshaun thing, he's the player... Uh, he's going to get off more lenient than most other people involved.
1: If the Dolphins and the owner of the Dolphins are guilty of this, which they clearly have been found guilty of this by the league because of the fines they face and the suspensions, there's no way that you can tell me that Tom Brady is not also at fault here and also didn't also engage in these talks.
0: Oh, yeah. In Brian Flores' lawsuit, he said that he showed up to... Right before the season in 2019, I believe, showed up to Stephen Ross's yacht, saw Tom Brady aboard, and turned around and said, Hell no, I'm not going to be a part of this when everything comes down.
1: And once again,
0: the player- Tom Brady.
1: <sighs> Tom Brady will, will get no penalties for this.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, can we talk about. <laughs> Bill Belichick, once again, being the uh, the instigator of some sort of drama, he's the one that started the Brian Flores lawsuit because he texted Brian Flores, congrats on the Giants' job. Quote-unquote meaning to text Brian Dable.
1: Which, like, first uh, uh, thing, the no way that Bill Belichick is putting just Brian into his phone. There's yeah. no uh, Yeah. So is this the biggest 40 chess move of all time, specifically to just screw over the Dolphins by Bill Belichick?
0: Yep, probably. And Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So one last thing. Speaking of the quarterback in Miami, there was some talk that this is Tua's make-or-break year because the Dolphins have two firsts next year between their own and the Niners' pick, Uh, so they could move on pretty easily in the draft next year now what do you think because he he's got a longer leash now take
1: a break um they might i mean it might just have switched it from trying to get someone in the draft to trying to find a free agent quarterback or a trade somewhere um because it seems like nowadays it's more common that a couple of quarterbacks might be available every single year to move it's a little more more fun but um I still think it's make or break, specifically because they added so many so much talent on the offense and on the offensive line. Um, even though they got Connor, even though Connor Williams is set to start on that inf- offensive line, which is he's terrible. Any Cowboy fan can tell you he's awful. Um, I think I think it is a bit of a make or break. If he can't make things happen with Tyreek, which he should be, he was one of the most accurate deep passers in the league last year. He should be able to make it work with
0: Tyreek Hill. Um, and even if he's not throwing deep, between Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, those are like maybe the two best after the catch yeah. receivers in the NFL.
1: Plus, they have a, they have a lot of running backs, but all of them <clears throat> pretty good at football. So he's, there's talent enough on that team for him to succeed. If he doesn't this year, then I'm I am like looking at other options next year.
0: So, are they? Do they have to make the playoffs this year?
1: I think so. Yeah, I do. I think, they wow. have, I think they have to make the playoffs this year for that to be for even to even be close to considered a success of a season. Um,
0: and the, the AFC the is loaded.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. But that that defense was good last year. Yeah. Offensive, is, this offense is loaded. So. Yeah. yeah I, the biggest question mark is quarterback, and if they miss the playoffs, I think it's because of Tua.
0: Yep. And uh, the guy picked one pick after him might win MVP this year. Yeah, Yeah. all right. Uh, Texans, Jags, stuff. before we get into our team draft, um, we can talk about like our favorite prospects, a little bit of camp news. We don't want to drill this in too far because this is a Texans, Jags podcast, and that will be most of our content from here on out. Um, One thing I did want to say, Sam, I, I put it in the show doc, but didn't didn't give away too many details. Uh, Sam asked me about it before we started the show. I wanted your live reaction. So, had to bring up Jadavion Clowney again uh, because I was listening to a Houston Texans podcast called The Backpedal. It's Texans and league wide, uh, hosted by two big guys on Texans Twitter. And they had another Texans Twitter guy on, Patrick Storm, to talk about um, some some of his best sources, some of the best things that he's heard over the years as a Texans fan and manless sources. And he was the guy that broke the Jadavion Clowney potential trade news whenever that was, now four or five years ago. And uh, it was because the Texans weren't looking to extend Jadavion, had him on the franchise tag, we ended up trading him to Seattle for like a second round pick or something like that. It was really disappointing. But listening to this podcast, I was hurt really badly when I found out that the Dolphins had pitched separate trades of Laramie Tunsell and Xavier Howard straight up for Jadavian Clowney. And Jadavian Clowney went to both teams and said, I will not play for the Miami Dolphins.
1: That's tough.
0: It's tough Ouch. Game. To hear to hear that we could have gotten Larry Tunsil for, like, way less than we ended up paying for him. We lost our first-round picks and second-round picks for several years due to that deal. Or end up with, like, a top 10 at minimum corner in the NFL. I'm hurt, Samuel.
1: Yeah, that's a really tough break. That's tough
0: news. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember hearing that, but he was like well sourced. Spoke to on a lot. Spoke to agents.
1: That's crazy. Because I still, I still, I know you're a, a little higher on the trade than I am. I still don't think the Laramie Tunsil trade was like a good idea.
0: No, no, it was not. At, at this point, it's a sunk cost, and he is still. I mean, he was ranked like a top ten tackle in the league. Uh, wow. It made more worth.
1: sense because the Texans were good at the time, and it all kind of fell apart. But
0: uh, because of that trade, uh, that well, was that was. That's that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, give me some some things that you're hopeful for for the Jags. Cheer me yeah, up a little bit. A couple of things to
1: spitfire about the Jags. Um, I'm gonna just start with the thing I'm worried about. Okay. Travis Etienne. I don't know if you've seen that guy run.
0: He runs. Yeah, he does. It looks like his foot is still a little hurt.
1: He turns his foot? That's how he's always run, though. Like, I went back and watched videos of him and Collins and stuff like that. He's always run like that. And um, for those of you guys don't who don't watch a bunch of videos of Travis Etienne running in slow motion, instead, he, um, he runs and he puts his the, – the, the foot that he injured last season, he puts it sideways when he runs. And I think it's just putting a ton of pressure on the middle of his foot, the way he's plant, planting it down, which cannot be good for that Liz Frank injury. Not um, at all. I'm kind of surprised they didn't, as part of the rehab process, try to fix that. Maybe they did. Yeah. Uh, he just wouldn't do it. But really concerning that that's still how he runs. Um, and also, uh, I think it was yesterday, a bunch of stuff on Jack's Twitter was, was coming out that Andre Sisco, who will probably start at free
0: safety for us, He's got to. He was a second-round pick last year. <laughs>
1: who I'm actually really excited about, and the team is really high on right now. Yeah. Like, absolutely yeah. laid the boom on Travis Etienne at practice yesterday. <sighs> it was a just like a hard hit, which like I'm all for Andre Cisco,
0: like hitting hard, great. But maybe anyone else. Not the first-round running back, please. Who's already been, been hurt?
1: An injury. Yeah. Oh, so that. Scared me, but he's he's seemingly fine. That's all good. Um, and then the other, the the greatest bit of news, frankly, overall, is um, what am I thinking? Trayvon Walker and Cam Robinson are facing off against each other like throughout all of camp, and everything that's come out is saying that that those two guys are showing up and, and performing. You love to see that. Um, which Cam Robinson, we've. It really was kind of a chance that we're taking on him by keeping around him. Um, Big time. He's been a bit of a letdown. I'm definitely let down. Um, so if he, if I mean, I believe Trayvon Walker will be good. Cam Robinson, if he can get better because of that, great. Let's let's do it because this. I don't. I th- I frankly think this offensive line is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Cam Robinson can uh, can show up. So, um, you know, I'm I'm coming into the season really excited. I, for one, think Trevor Lawrence is going to look really good this year. Um, I have come all the way around on Doug Peterson. I like him. I think he's genuinely a good guy. Yeah, he seems like it. I don't say that about a ton of guys in this league. No. But I think he's genuinely a pretty good guy. And um, if you notice this, he has yet to bring out the visors during a game. He didn't
0: wear a visor. That's weird.
1: He didn't wear a visor at the Hall of Fame game. And Doug Peterson is a huge visor guy.
0: Huge. Are we seeing a new He's side good. of Dougie Pede? I think so
1: it was cool. just because it was raining. Okay. Well. But let's just say I really hope the visor's back by the time the season starts because that's a very – Me too. Big, yeah.
0: Huge piece.
1: Visor was half the reason the Eagles won that Super Bowl.
0: So. <laughs> uh, and just him being a good guy is, like, such a big change – from what the Jags had last year. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, like worlds apart from the Urban Meyer experience.
1: Let's put a visor on a rock, and it would be a better coach than Urban Meyer was last year.
0: Yeah, and better guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I I have seen some of that Trevlin Walker on Cam Robinson stuff, and I forget what the saying is. Like, iron Iron sharpens iron. Sharpens iron. iron. Nice. Uh, and that's that's exactly what you want from your bookends on both sides of the line. And I've I've been hearing the same about John Greenard on uh, both sets both sides of the offensive line in Houston.
1: I've been hearing a lot of Greenard talk too. Let me ask you this: I've heard some people saying they want him to be
0: a captain. I would love that.
1: How third old- year player? He's third year. Okay, okay. I thought he was newer than that, and I was like, I don't know. Like-
0: no, he. I mean, he was behind J.J. Watt still his rookie year, right. and I think we still had Charles Omenihu on our defensive line. We, we had some guys in front of him, and then last year he was limited to 12 games but had eight sacks. Um, I, I almost am going to guarantee he has 10 sacks this year. Wow. Yeah. Good take. I like it. I like it. I mean, it. he had eight and 12 last year, and it wasn't like they were. He had a bunch of sacks and not a whole lot of pressures or you know the the numbers that you have to look for he had he had the right percentage of each to make sense for him to be uh, a pretty good guy and he's been sharpening the iron of both laramie Tunsil and titus howard
1: oh oh and before last thing before we start last thing on the jags because i have to mention this um tyson campbell Word on the street is he is fantastic. He actually ended last season really well. He, he did, yeah. Throughout last season, when he played, um, he's fully healthy. He's come, he came into camp, and everything I've heard on Tyson Gamble is the people in the building think he is a actual bona fide cornerback one on an NFL team. So
0: I was yeah. going to ask, is he going to be your number one corner? Is uh, Shaquille Griffin there? Shaquille Griffin, that's right.
1: All I'm all I'm saying is, you might be you might be seeing a much improved Jaguars defense
0: all across the board. You love to see it, man. Yeah. Well, the Texans and Jags started our rebuilds pretty much at the same time. The Texans had a lot of tearing down to do. The Jags pretty much were starting from ground zero anyway, uh, which is why y'all got Trevor Lawrence, and we're still maybe in quarterback purgatory. Right. Um, I can say this again, speaking for both of us. I'm i I'm so much more confident that we're putting an actual NFL team on the field next this this coming season. Absolutely. Both offensive lines, both secondaries, way better. And those were were probably the bottom two in both those things last year. So
1: close to it at
0: least. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um Nico Collins, I'm, I'm all in, man. I, th- I do think that he is easily over 800 yards.
1: Oh, okay, last question for Texans. Davis Mills, are you happy if he's your quarterback two or three years from now? Which means he's
0: at least good enough to stay your quarterback. I, I think so. I think it's tough because – I disagree with you, but go ahead. It's tough because I think his – probably his peak – is the Derek Carr-Kirk Cousins line, which is not what you're looking for as an NFL team. Is good enough to win a Super Bowl? You can. Elon Manning won two Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. For us to keep him around, he has to put together a top 12 quarterback season this year.
1: Okay. Which I don't think is going to happen.
0: He was a top ten quarterback over the last five games of the season last year. All right. All right. Let's see it. Uh, let's see whatever full season. I, you know, I'm, I'm, my, my Texans truther, you know, bias is coming out right now. Uh, it's
1: alright. I mean, hey, I would love to see it. You know, I like seeing a guy with a neck that long succeed in the league.
0: Yeah, and apparently he's just, like, been the leader the team needs. He's going to be a captain. Lovey Smith said he is. He he has his vote for captain. He's organized workouts in Atlanta and in Portland, bringing also, all the – You
1: know, it's, it, it is important to remember, like, some people act as if they nobody getting drafted. He was good in college, and he didn't get drafted that low. Like, he, <laughs> the Texans really liked him coming out of school. That's why they drafted him. There's other teams in the league that really liked him at that spot too, that would have drafted him around there. Like, it's not crazy to think that Davis Mills could be really good. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I saw a take. I think that if he had been the quarterback at Florida instead of Kyle Trask, he would have gotten a lot earlier. Probably. Because Kyle Trask is sucking. He's not very good.
1: But yeah. yeah Pitt, so.
0: Yep, which is why he got drafted before Davis Mills. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right, team draft time. Let's do it. So, repeat. You killed me last year. Two fifty-one, one ninety-four. I'm coming back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you this year, Sam. I gotta, I gotta even, I gotta even it out. How
1: about you want to see it?
0: All right. So since you won, I guess you get the first pick. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Um, who you got? Who I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, you got two. Yeah, kind of have to. There's right. a you could actually make an argument that they have the best offense and the best defense in the league right now. So I think that one goes. We don't really have to talk about that one very much.
0: No. I uh, I was sad that you were getting the first pick i hmm it's tough there's a the next tier of like three or four teams i
1: agree with that
0: i'm going to go with already Tilting on pick one.
1: (laughs) Are we doing snake or are we going back to back?
0: Snake, right? So you got the next two. I am going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers.
1: Really? Really? Yeah, okay, that's a pretty interesting pick.
0: Yeah, I just think that the NFC is so much weaker, um, and I was pretty close to t- taking the Rams with one of those two picks, but this Matthew Stafford arm stuff is freaking me out.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. So you're not the you're not one of the Aaron Rodgers detractors. Devonte Adams is gone. He's going to do a lot worse.
0: No, not at all.
1: I agree with you personally. I think that um, I think that. They're going to be just fine
0: on the offense. Yeah, they have the back-to-back MVP.
1: Yeah, I think they will figure it out. Um, and they're pretty dang good. So.
0: Yeah, maybe the best defense in the league, and a coach that has won 13 games in each of the last three seasons. So, yeah. I'm, I'm in on the Packers.
1: And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's pretty. It's one of the best offenses in the league. They added Julio Jones as, like, a wide receiver four, which is something, you know. He'll at least be usable out there.
0: Um, let's get picked. All right. Jeez. I know who one of your teams is going to be. I'm pretty confident.
1: Mm. Interesting. I'm picking between, like, four teams right now, five teams right now. So I guess as long as I get three of these, I'll be happy. But I will go with. Hmm. I'll go with the Rams. I'll pick the Rams.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, you know they are coming back with a, just about every single piece they had last year. Yep. Replacing Odell Beckham Jr. with Allen Robinson, which I don't know how you feel about that. If is that an upgrade or a downgrade? I tend to side on maybe an up, a slight upgrade. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, we'll see. But I don't think it makes a whole world of difference there personally, but it's the same. They still have the Triple Crown winner in Cooper Cup. Yeah so
1: the, uh the quarterback situation does freak me out, which is a little you know but we'll see um and then
0: with my next pick oh so, so they were not the team that I thought you would pick with one or two so we'll see oh good news Jackson said his cheesesteak was phenomenal so
1: I' am do I dare do it? Do I dare do it? I might, I might break a rule right now that I've set in place. Uh-oh. Already.
0: I think I know who you're taking.
1: But can I? How? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep, yeah, that's what I thought it would take. Yeah, I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. I... They have Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yep.
1: And Andy Reid. <laughs> this offense is gonna be fine without Tyreek Hill. It'll be it'll yeah. look very different, but I think that's a good thing. I think that the last couple of years you've seen the the offense they were running with Tyree Hill was starting to work a lot less the last couple of years. And I think they've been part of the reason they let felt comfortable letting Tyreek go was because they were wanting to change up this offense anyway. I'm totally comfortable taking them.
0: Okay, I like it.
1: They win the Super Bowl. Is anyone ever going to be surprised?
0: Not no. one bit. <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. <laughs> They've made the AFC Championship game or until last year. No, three years in a row. So, my next pick will be the Baltimore Ravens.
1: Okay. That was one of the teams I was looking at.
0: And I. I don't know if I should do it. You're gonna make fun of me so much if I pick this team. The Houston Texans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take the Los Angeles Chargers. That was the team. That was the team.
1: I was like, I can't do it. Yep. Lizzo, I was I'm gonna. I was talk about the Chargers before. I I can't do that to myself.
0: Yeah, I was gonna make fun of you if you took them because make you're a hater every year
1: but they're one of the most talented rosters they, they have been at all along but they're super good
0: yeah I hinted at it earlier uh, Justin Herbert very well could win MVP this year
1: Oh, oh yeah definitely okay
0: guys I just got some very exciting news I have to break it I didn't want to check it while recording but i passed my third cpa exam hey got an 85 huge news yeah i was i i didn't want to check the score while recording the podcast because i didn't want to be a downer the rest of the pod but i i I couldn't wait any longer
1: yes awesome
0: uh oh that's a big weight off my shoulders the last one right or is there one yeah I, I have to retake one I've, I've failed one of them so I gotta retake that one but uh, three for four feeling pretty good
1: the chat on the, the chat on the Spotify live is going nuts right now Hell yeah that is awesome
0: Thank Matt. you guys making me happy on a Monday night
1: um, all right so on that great note I believe it's my turn sure is with my next couple of picks. I am going to, one, take the Indianapolis
0: Colts. Damn you. Damn you.
1: Mainly because I think they might be the best lock for winning a division in the league.
0: Oh, easily. Without a doubt.
1: Um, and you know what? Matt Ryan is significantly better than
0: Carson Wentz, I believe. Matt Ryan, it's tough because he's like 36 or whatever.
1: I mean, he's gonna fall off a cliff here at
0: some point. Soon, he's still the the Falcons were so so bad last year, like like literal asshole. Yeah, and he still looks like a top ten quarterback. And I get that not a whole lot of people were watching the Falcons, uh, but with Kyle Pitts and Olamide Zaccheaus, he was putting up numbers. I considered taking them over the Chargers.
1: I mean, yeah, and it's, they're going to be good, they are, um, and then with my next pick, oh, it's tough again, let's think about this, let's think about this for just a moment. I really don't want to take these guys. I'll take I'll take the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Okay. I, I didn't want to take them and there's better teams on this list still available, but they were they were the guys that like led me to the the victory last year and super fun team. So
0: yeah, they're so easy to root for, man. I, I can't blame you. I I might be Joe Burrow's biggest fan, and no, I that's...
1: I think there's like three or four better, like actual better football teams on this list.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to take one of them right away, the San Francisco 49ers. This is the upside pick. If Trey Lance is bad, they could miss the playoffs, but I think they have a top five defense, and... Really, really good weapons. Uh, well, it, it all comes down to you, Trey.
1: Yeah, the the 49ers would have been my next pick for sure.
0: Now
1: it oh, gets hard.
0: It is tough, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piss some people off here.
1: Oh, okay. I okay, can say it.
0: I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles. Jeez, you bastard. And why? They have top to bottom. You remove quarterback, they may have the best roster in the NFL minus the Bills.
1: Yeah, they're pretty good.
0: They are really good, man. They have the best offensive line for sure. Their receiving core was all right last year, and they added A.J. fucking Brown to it, who is really good. It's just, again, a a play on – I went back-to-back teams that I think are really good that it sort of depends on their mainly rushing quarterback. And I'm letting you be a homer and take your Cowboys, so.
1: I still think the Cowboys win the division this year, just so we're clear.
0: I think that it is like 51-49. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. There's a team that I just realized existed that I wasn't even thinking about. Okay. I wouldn't have taken them a lot before this or anything like that, but I didn't even think about them until now, so that totally throws a wrench in my plans. Um,
0: there are 32
1: teams in the NFL? That, what? What? They were sworn there were 31. All right. I'm going to take. Mmm. 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 I hate this. I hate this.
0: Well, it gave you a free pick. You can, one of your picks is locked in. Do I pick the Cowboys? I don't know.
1: Fine. Yeah, I, I'll i back up what I said. I think you're going to win the division. I'll pick the Cowboys. Cowboys have All won. right. And now, oh no! I'll take the Denver Broncos. Yep, that's the team I forgot existed. <laughs> um, I wanted, I wanted to pick a different team, which I will not say what team was, but. They, they, there's a lot of upside here, and they could be really, really good. The problem is the AFC is still stacked, and
0: not, the AFC West is like the best division ever, maybe. So I don't
1: think that I don't really put them in my I don't put them in my tier of contenders. So it might be tough sledding for the Broncos. Well, well I mean,
0: we're past contender tier.
1: Yeah, no, I. Know.
0: We're past contender tier after like the Chargers.
1: Agreed. After the Cowboys, yeah.
0: Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> okay, so my next pick is going to be the New Orleans Saints.
1: Ah, that was the next one. Dang it. Yeah. I wanted Jameis.
0: I'm, I'm back to back to back. I'm probably bad quarterbacks. Oh, come on. He can see. Yeah, I forgot. He got LASIK, so he's he's all, um, all aboard the Jameis train. Man. Uh, how many NFC teams do I have? Oh, I haven't even thought about that. I have five NFC teams and two AFC teams. Are you keeping track
1: of both of our teams.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> let's let's. This is a good spot to break. So I went the Bucks first. Sam went or no? Sam went Bills first. Then I went Bucks, then Packers. Sam took the Rams, then Chiefs. I went Ravens, then Chargers. He went Colts and Bengals. I went Niners and Eagles. He went Cowboys, Broncos. I just took the Saints. And now I'm gonna take the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Really? Yeah. Interesting. Why?
0: I don't know, man. I I I think their team's pretty good. I mean I agree. And if it's not the Packers coming out of the NFC North, it's for sure the Vikings. I
1: agree, the Bears, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Yup.
1: Interesting.
0: And tell me who your next team is, because.
1: Um. All right. Maybe I will. I'll take the.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> Take the Titans, Sammy. Do it.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> disgusting. I guess it would secure that division for sure. Yeah. But they're not going to win that division. Um.
0: Oh. All right, fine. Panthers do it. Come on.
1: I think there's a team we're both avoiding having. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't really want to have them with me. You know, I'll take the Cardinals. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cardinals. I, they were in contention. I, I
1: the Cardinals, um, they're missing Hop for a while. They lost Chandler Jones.
0: Yeah, there's a good chance they start the year like two and four. But after the sixth week, I think they have the easiest schedule
1: in the NFL, so no that's a that's okay, I'll take them. And then man. No. Oh boy, do I sell my soul my asshole for this?
0: Do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'll take the Steelers. So you were going to take their division. Yep. 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 They can be on your yeah. team. I don't want to, man.
1: Steelers for a second. The Steelers. Yeah. Um, I, am, I think most people are on this train too, but Mitch Trubisky is not, I don't think a, I'm, I think it's hard to be a massive downgrade from what Ben was doing last season. Um, I am not really sure how the offense is going to run. Because so I don't think it's going to look like it did last season. Like, I don't think part of – like, I'm kind of lower on Deontay Johnson. I have – Deontay Johnson's been one of my dudes in fantasy. Damn. And I'm kind of, out of, kind of lower on him this year because I don't think they're going to hyper-target him as as much. I'm not yeah, sure. They uh, but they've got T.J. Watt. Yep. Yeah. And one of the better defenses in the league. And Mike Tomlin always finds a way to win double-digit games and make it to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, he will they, they went like nine and seven with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph a couple years yeah. ago. So well,
1: I have confidence in, in that team more than almost any in the league to make a okay football team.
0: Yeah, I uh, said this in our league group chat the other day, but it's gonna be pretty awesome when the Steelers make it to the AFC wildcard game and then lose to the Chiefs like forty two to three. Yeah,
1: like not even not even a fun game to watch by any means.
0: No, no.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yep. So I will take the Titans. Alright. Uh, it's about this about where they should go. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna take the Browns. And I say that hoping that I root for Jacoby Brissett all year. Me too. We
1: can all agree that Oscar's a bad person for that, and we can move on. Uh, I will take the Miami Dolphins. Okay, they they were my other choice there. And then I will take... Oh. Yeah.
0: We have uh twelve teams left and it has gotten ugly.
1: Pickens are slim folks.
0: That makes sense. About about twenty teams are normally in the playoff hunt.
1: I got two teams on my mind right now. Okay. You know what? I'm right with my boy. Taking the Raiders,
0: Derek Carr. Okay, yeah, that was that's a good that's a the good offense, pick. At the very least,
1: their offense is going to look fun.
0: Yeah, people. I mean, it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs, but at this point, you're not going for playoffs, you're going for wins, and they can they can win any week.
1: low is because their division is really hard.
0: The Raiders might be the best team in the AFC South. Well, I know the Colts are probably better, but it's close.
1: It's definitely close.
0: But they're
1: gonna have to play the Chiefs, they're gonna have to play the Chargers. Broncos even Broncos. like and I would say they're probably the worst team in that division.
0: Oh easily. Easily in my in my humble opinion. All right, who you got? Two picks. Ooh, oh. So there's a playoff team from last year that we still have not chosen. They got smoked in the playoff game. But reports out of their training camp are really, really bad. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't. Um, I I have to. It's Bill Belichick. I'm going to take the Patriots.
1: Okay.
0: That's who who I was referring to.
1: That was my next team. Oh, wait. Weren't they trying to implement a new system and it was going absolutely terribly?
0: Exactly. Yeah, Matt Patricia is their offensive coordinator. So... Make any sense. Yeah, and okay. Joe Judge is their quarterback's coach. Um, <clears throat> I just realized Connor's not in the chat anymore. He uh, missed out on your Steelers love. Biggest Mitchell Trubisky fan left on the planet.
1: Literally. maybe always. He's always been big on Mitch.
0: Um... <sighs> I got one more team. I have three teams that I'm considering. And one of them, I'm going to do it because they're the fun team, and I bet that you would pick, uh, I don't know. I'm going to pick the Lions, man. I'm going to do it.
1: That is the fun team.
0: I mean, Jared. Goff, if Jared Goff was not their quarterback, if their quarterback was Derek Carr, they could make the playoffs this year.
1: I don't know about that.
0: I, I would up? argue that they have a top eight offensive line, some really good skill position players. Their defense looks a lot better.
1: I'm still pumping the brakes.
0: Okay. I, well, they
1: have an outside chance to make the playoffs, sure. But I think the Raiders roster is better. Like, yeah, yeah. Raiders roster is better. Um, yeah, okay, okay. That is definitely a fun pick, and I might, I definitely might have picked him right there. Um, I got two picks. I'm gonna do a couple of things. I'm going to secure because all these teams, I hate them. I'm just going to secure my Jaguars. This is probably, wow. Okay, this okay, do it. It's too rich of a pick one, but I want to make I sure. would have,
0: mm. yeah, I would have picked them uh, before uh, you would have picked again. so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, there's two teams I'm thinking about. I think one might get back to me, though. I'm going to go with, oh, geez, I don't, the, the reports out of camp are not great on this team either.
0: Uh, Are you referring to the team in Washington, perchance? No. Okay. It wasn't.
1: I'm going to go wild card. Actually, no, I'm not. I, I'm going to go. Oh, golly. These teams suck. <laughs> yeah, they're so bad. <laughs>
0: these teams suck so bad. Maybe we
1: will go Yeah, Carson wins, though. Now I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. Damn it. Damn you. Yeah.
0: That's that's what where I was going to go. Baker Mayfield has not looked very good. Yeah, I mean, he he joined the team, what, like yesterday? I know. I know.
1: It's just been a little – it has not been, looked good. Um, but a lot of offensive firepower. I still believe – I believe in May, Baker Mayfield more than a lot of people do. He's definitely an improvement on Sam Darnold. I'm with you. And they still have a couple of pieces on defense that are really interesting. So I'm in on that. Although, also, Matt Rule sucks, and I don't know if you saw this. Oh, gosh. He started digging a touchdown in, in one of their practices and did a celebration where he rolled the ball like a red carpet and walked down it. And Matt Rule made the whole team run for that. And he said, like, that's not the type of football team we are. So screw that guy. He's super you
0: Yeah, well, he's right. They're not the type of football team to be scoring touchdowns. So, yeah. Um, fuck. I really wanted the Panthers. They're, like, the last good team. Uh, speaking you, – you said that they have a couple pieces on defense. Yeah. Another team like that that's going to be really bad, but, you know – I'm gonna take the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Oh, that was my next team. They have than some people. I don't think they're gonna be like the worst team.
0: No, for sure not. They have enough talent on that roster, and Pete Carroll's like 96, so it's not like he's gonna be trying to lose. And then I guess I.
1: I know who my next pick is.
0: I know. So. I'm going to do something, and it's because I think one quarterback is better than the other, and you're going to be shocked. Oh, I'm going to pick the New York Giants. Oh, I am. Playing. I th- that was think ball. that Daniel Jones is better than Carson Wentz.
1: I, dude, did you not see the video that came out today on Twitter? He turns to hit a guy on, a, on like, a comeback route, and he – Threw it like 15 yards to his right.
0: So I'm going to be a Dana Jones defender since now they're my team, I guess. Uh, The corner was in front of the receiver on that play. He was throwing the ball out of bounds.
1: I don't know. It looked an awful lot like it was meant for the receiver. Anyway. Anyway. He's he's your problem now. Good luck with that. Uh, I believe it's my turn, yeah? Sure is. I am going to go with... Wait, okay, so let's be very clear. The teams that are still available... There are five left. The Falcons, the Bears, the Texans... The, the, Commanders. Jets and the Commanders. Those yeah. are the top teams. I'm taking the Jets and the Commanders. Yeah. Those are my two teams. The Jets will be improving this year. Not saying a whole lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Their roster is way better. Uh, do you think that... Zach Wilson is good.
1: I don't think he's great. I think he can be competent.
0: This is me being a homer again. I am more confident in the fact that Davis Mills will be the Texans' long-term starter than Zach Wilson will be the Jets' long-term starter.
1: I think that's fair. I
0: think that's yeah.
1: Fair. Um, but hey, but they, got, they got Joe Flacco behind
0: them. He so did, he do got that dog in him, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, We did not talk about his uh, um his MILF the, tendencies.
1: The and then the Commanders.
0: Yeah, um, he had to.
1: I think that I mean it's the same thing that you said, with Pete Carroll. They aren't trying to tank. They just traded for Carson Wentz. They're trying to win, and they give up real assets for Carson Wentz, which is why. Oops, yeah. <laughs> the Colts were, like, could not believe it when they got that offer. Um, but they have talent.
0: Yeah, so, yeah.
1: The, the offensive line ain't that bad. Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick.
0: Their defense they, should be really good.
1: Uh, uh, defense, defensive back, bounce back.
0: Um, Jack Del Rio is their defensive coordinator, and he has not called a good defense in, like, 10 years.
1: Anyway. Um, I think that you give it the options that remain. Yeah. I'm very happy with the commanders. All right, go ahead. Take it away.
0: Yeah, so I think that these three are far and away the worst three teams in the league Texans, Bears, Falcons. One of them is way grosser than the other two. So you can have the Bears. I'm going to take my Texans and. I'll take. You know, I'm still. I still think Justin Fields can be an NFL quarterback. Uh, but the rest of that team stinks. It's awful,
1: and they they have I think the worst injury luck so far of the pre, of the preseason.
0: So you asked me about Davis Mills earlier. We're we're still talking about him. Um, If, he, if we find out that he is not the guy, yet we win enough games to where we are not guaranteed one of the top two or three guys, quarterbacks in the next year's draft, I sort of hope that the Bears are like, we're going to take one of these guys. Here's Justin Fields for like a second round pick.
1: That'd be cool. Because I, I, I agree with you. I, I think Justin Fields is still good. So has a chance to be really good.
0: And Um, then we've got the whole Justin Fields versus Davis Mills master class. Iron, dude. Exactly. Um, Talk
1: about the Falcons, dude. What are you excited there?
0: It's mostly just that they're going to be more fun to watch than the Bears. Uh,
1: I hate that you left me with the Bears.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Kyle Pitts. Stud. Dude, I'm – Here's a fantasy
1: tidbit for all you out there. I'm kind of in on Drake London.
0: Drake London, dog.
1: Like actually, I think their offensive good, line so. sucks,
0: donkey dicks, but uh, terrible. Absolute. Sorry, sorry to the parents who are still hanging on at this point. If you if you listen, <laughs> but uh, Mariota is mobile, so he'll he'll get out of that He's pocket. A serviceable
1: quarterback, I, I do.
0: Yeah, he's better than uh, some of the other quarterbacks that we picked earlier in the draft. Yeah, it's just,
1: you know, not a lot of upside with the Falcons right now. And they're very clearly okay with being one of the worst teams in the league this year.
0: Yeah, Um, yep, because they're all aboard. I mean, maybe they give uh, Desmond Ritter Ritter a shot, but I think they're all aboard the Bryce-slash- Stroud. I
1: would agree with that. Um, I think he does get a, cu- a little bit of run, at least.
0: Uh, he's got to. Time. They're gonna, they're gonna lose like 15 games, so he's, he's got to get a shot. Um,
1: yeah. And then the Bears, we don't have to talk about, about it a lot. They suck. They're awful. I hate them. <laughs> that being said, they are my final pick, and I'm all the way in.
0: Yeah, you have to be. The
1: Bears are the. Um, first. Bengals. You heard it here first. NXT yeah. Tight. So.
0: Well, I mean, they'd, they'd have to make it to the Super Bowl to be this year's Bengals, oh, yeah. so. Super Bowl losers. What? So, so the fun thing is, I'm gonna go back and see where you picked the Bengals last year, but I think it was in like the bottom six teams.
1: Darno Mooney is going to have a have a 2,000 yard receiving season. Just watch.
0: Okay. Uh, no, he's not. But <laughs> um, you picked the Bengals. And I remember being like, "Gross, dude, don't do that." And then they made the Super Bowl. You picked them uh, seventh to last, so.
1: Okay, so what teams are in that like tenth to sixth to last that that area
0: that we just picked? Yeah, yeah. Um. You went Raiders, then I went Pats, Lions, you went Jags, Panthers, I went Seahawks. That's that's around that range. Oh, geez. (laughs) I mean, like, maybe the Patriots, they made the playoffs last year, but, like, no.
1: The only teams, I think, out of those that could make a massive leap, like, unexpectedly be like, win a bunch of games, is the Raiders are clearly the best team out of those. Yeah, without a doubt. You never know. Um, the Pats, who knows with them. Is anyone surprised that the Patriots do well? Ever? No. no. And I'm going to say it. I shouldn't say it. I'm going like
0: to say it. You're going to. I mean, if Trevor Lawrence is Andrew Luck, which is who he was comp to pre-draft, right. the Jags could win 10 or 11 games this year easily. Right. Uh, they're not going to. They're
1: not going to. We're not going to make the playoffs, but I did be <clears throat> better than were last year. So,
0: like I said, I would have picked them if they were still on the board for me. So, mm-hmm. um, well, that that concludes. Well, hold on, me. hold on. Before okay. we, I picked the Texans. We we talk about our teams a lot, but I wanted to tie this into some bets that I placed uh, while I was in Louisiana a couple, like, probably a month ago at this point. Um, I have Damian Pierce for Offensive Rookie of the Year at plus 2,200. The Texans to win the AFC South at plus 2,500. And then a parlay of the Texans to win more than four and a half games and Derek Stingley to win Defensive Rookie of the Year at – Basically, 1700
1: Okay. I don't hate that last one.
0: Yeah, that last one's the the most likely. Uh, I mean,
1: the the Damien Pierce thing, it just isn't going to happen because Marlon Mack exists.
0: We'll see, man. He's been getting a lot of hype. Damien Pierce has been turning heads in practice so far, is all I'm going to say. Career,
1: 200 uh rushing yard NFL games does Damian Pierce have zero I mean, Rex Burkhead had one at the end last season
0: sure did against <laughs> the Chargers kept the Chargers out of the playoffs the Texans did I think that's a good spot to end we're going to do some fantasy stuff but we'll get into that next yeah.
1: week well we have plenty of time to talk to it we've, we've run a little long on this one anyway
0: yeah, I've, that's hopefully what our listeners were expecting when we uh, t- did our team draft.
1: We covered all 32 teams and a whole lot of stuff. It's been a while since we last did one of these, so it makes sense. Um, but, yeah, good pod. And like Oscar said at the beginning, um, you will be he- start hearing from us a lot more, especially once – I mean, you'll hear from us at least once a week once you get into the season. Um <laughs> We'll. I'm. I'm sure we'll do a little bit of more fantasy centric at some point before our. We have a. We have our very important league draft coming up here at the end of the month. Um, yeah. So I, I. We'll certainly be talking about
0: that stuff more and more.
1: Um, and uh, Sam and I will be drafting
0: from the beach.
1: Yes, we will. I really hope we could do it like in the sand. That's.
0: that's I hope great. so too. That'd be sweet.
1: We will be, I will be joining them in Mexico here at the end of the month. And that is where I'll be drafting from. So it's going to, uh, you know. Maybe we'll do a live pod from
0: Puerto Vallarta. That'd be crazy. AD.
1: We like the pain goes tropical. I love it. I love <laughs> All it. right.
0: Uh, thank you, Sam. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the Jets. I don't know. One of the bottom teams had to say a name. And thank you to our listeners, as always, for coming in and hating yourselves with us. We will see you maybe next week, pretty soon. Oh, yeah. All right. See you guys.